And welcome to Eurovision Division. Should I do it? No, I want to do it. Hello and welcome to Eurovision Division, the podcast where we talk about every single Eurovision song before this year's Eurovision. As always, I am your host, Mira. And as always with me is my co-host... I'm Yvonne. Mira, I'm just thinking... I'm pretty sure we've done this joke before, and I'm pretty sure we've done it every year. What? There's... Yeah, we do this show every year, and every year I forgot all the jokes I did <laughs> the year before. Wait. I'm like a dad watching Eurovision. Did I just blow your mind? It's, it's insane. I can't wait until next week you ask me how you can vote for the Interval Act. <laughs> I like how we spent the last episode talking about how you didn't really have a dad around growing up. Yes, and you are like a father figure to me. Well, actually, you're more like a bother figure to me. You do call me daddy in bed. I don't think that's an appropriate subject <laughs> for the podcast, daddy. It's okay. Get off my lap. You're a big boy now. You can sit on your own chair. I, I hate this. This is a bad... This is a bad way to do it. This is bad. This is bad for me We're and just, for you. I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. That interaction that we had was bad. I'll sleep on the couch tonight. This is Eurovision Division. We talk about all songs in this year's Eurovision Song Contest. And today, have we got a song for you. It will be a song that I'll hear for the very first time. Yes, this is part two of what I like to call the Dead Dad Special. Please stop it with these dead fathers. I'm so scared that my dad might die. Listen. There He's are in the hospital. There are many personal life events that can inspire a song. That is just one of them. It's a very marked experience. Listen, I don't know. My dad might die, and I'll, I might write a song about it, and I might take it to Eurovision. It but might if happen. that happens, I want you to stop me from doing that. Unless it's a really good song. Now that is the most important part. Because of course, this is a song contest. And if we are talking countries that um, in, in, the, in the past few years... With greater success or not so much, it does not matter. But countries that have sent songs with actual, you know, songs about things, with messages and with, with content that, that was saying something, um, then I think Hungary is a peak example. We've had some songs in... Yeah, I loved Pioneer. Right, we've had songs like that that we were not crazy for. Right. Mm. We've had Wars for Nothing. God! And it was Andres Kale Saunders with She Keeps on Running, 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 which, you know. What? 2014. Mm. Um, these are all, I, I, I hesitate to say important songs. They're not. But, you know, they were all. You should hesitate to say it. I hesitate. Because it's wrong. Um, but they were all talking about something, you know. And, and uh, last year, of course, they sent uh, Origo. Yoshi Papai. Yes! Um, a very personal song about, like, a personal lived experience. Um, My dude! And, 
again, say what you will about all these previous songs, I think their selection does do a really good job at picking, you know, songs that have at least something of a meaning. And not that that's essential, but I actually do appreciate that. And it just, it just, I just realized that like, oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, Hungary this year will be represented by the group AWS. Isn't that like a, a disease? ALS? Yeah. Sorry about that. Oh, you want to know what song's in my head right now? It's another song with a very important message. What? I have my suit on. No need to worry. It's a good message. We'll get to Montenegro later. Oh, we've not done Montenegro yet? Nope. Ooh. But we are in Hungary right now. Um, and the winners of Adal were the band AWS. Their song is called Vislatnyar, which of course you know what that means. Oh yeah, Vislatnyar. It means let's go to the bathhouse. Bathhouse is in Hungary, man. We gotta go, we gotta go. Well, we might go next year, okay? Yes. If AWS managed to get the Eurovision trophy and uh, win it for Hungary for the first time, who knows? Vislatnyar is Hungarian for goodbye summer. Oh, right, I already forgot this was about a dead father. It doesn't really matter, because you will not understand the lyrics of the song. Okay. As it is in Hungarian. Yay! Yeah, a native language song from Hungary. Always good. Awesome. Let's go ahead and listen to Hungary's entry for Eurovision 2018, which is AWS and Vislatnyar. clothes that's kind of the thing you do as a band when you're not a joke mm, i don't understand when you're a serious band you you just get on stage wearing your regular clothes no that's not what being a band is about there are many different ways to be a band uh it, you know it's it's it, it is a very specific style choice for some bands to rock on stage wearing a t-shirt or in the drummer's case a tank top I don't like that. I think they should be wearing costumes. But you know what I do like? What is that? This song. Uh (laughs) Aha. Of course I do. We gotta go to the positives here. Gotta go to the positives here. This song has the most satisfying key change Mm -hmm. I have heard in this contest this year. Now listen. We have had a dearth of key changes. I am struggling to... Think of another good key change in this year's contest. I believe there is a key change in who we are, isn't there? And we'll be rising when we fall. Yeah, I mean, she kind of does. Yeah, but like none quite as satisfying. There's no key change in our choice, which like I think there should be. It's the perfect song for key change. Oh, yes. So here's one thing 
that I didn't know we needed to have at Eurovision. And there's a first for it. It's Screamo with a key change. It absolutely is. I was just transported like like in fucking Doctor Strange. Tilda Swinton came up and shoved me in the face and I fell backwards out of my body and into my teenage body from 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I loved this song. <laughs> I was watching Death Note and like writing my awful classmates' names in my notebook, pretending it was a death note. But then also not really, because, like, that's fucked up. But then I was, like, reading death note fanfiction and li- and listening to the death note soundtrack, and it was literally this song that was in the death note soundtrack. It's good. Um, yeah, this is, I mean, absolutely. Like, this song made me like anime again. I'm back into anime now. It's weird. This isn't immediately what I would associate with anime, but, I mean, a certain kind of anime, yes. Absolutely. That you did not watch the kind of anime that I watched when I was a teen. I didn't. This is some... This is some good old-fashioned Screamo. I wasn't that into Screamo as a teen, but my friends were the emo kids. Yeah, so here's the thing. As far as metal goes, this is relatively tame. This is a pretty tame metal song. That's... Sort of the best part about it, though, it is, it is hard for Eurovision, but it is the perfect Eurovision song. Oh yeah, absolutely. It is. It is toned down in the right ways, but it is wild in just about the right ways as well. Like it is. It is unlike anything else in the competition. It has a key change. It, yeah. <laughs> what it else really do you need? Stands out. It has pyrotechnics. It has. The most... It has all the pyrotechnics. It stole all of the pyrotechnics from the other bands. and Any other act that uses fire will not have as much fire as this act will. This act has the most fire out of everyone. I just think they could have taken it further. Maybe put on a monster mask. But, like, that's me. Maybe well, you could have done a dance, like, moved around a little bit more, done some more p- dramatic posing. Now he's just, like, holding his left hand, like, so tightly against his stomach. And, like, I, I get that it helps him, like, lean forward and get that, like, that, that yeah. rasp going. I get that, but I need that drama. But here's the thing. The point of this is obviously not to be a tightly choreographed act. Absolutely not. It will be relatively well choreographed because of camera angles and all that. But what it's going for is that live performance atmosphere. They're going for the stadium rock approach. And, you know, that's how they're going to approach it at Eurovision. I respect that. Which is obviously different from what most other acts are doing. I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen it as it will look on the broadcast. I just think it wouldn't kill him to put, like, a couple sequins on that denim jacket. Yeah, but is it... Isn't it a little less credible that way? Yeah, I know, but, like... The thing... The reason why I think this is going to do extremely well... Oh. 
is because, like I said, it's perfectly Eurovision, but it's not, it's pretending that it isn't. It is doing nothing to signify to the audience, get it, Eurovision, see, I'm wearing glitter, oh, we're wearing nice costumes. It's doing everything to make it feel as if it's, you know, a dangerous outsider. It's, It's putting itself perfectly... It's composed itself perfectly as sort of an underdog entry. Mm. This is, yeah, I do agree with you. This is going to do so well. I'm going to go even further. I want it to. Yeah, absolutely. I really want this. Hey, listen. To go top three. Whoa, that is a bold statement. Care to back that up? I want this to go top three. Right now, at this point, where I'm at... Where you're at? I just think this is great. Hey, let me tell you something, bud. Babe, hun. Mm-hmm. I'm right there with you. Okay. Ooh, you Ooh, you had me going there for a bit. <laughs> I'm right there with you. This... I will probably send a, send a little vote their way yeah the the best part about it is is the fact that it is is raw and if it is ever unpolished that only helps it like every part of this that isn't perfect does not hurt it too much like to a certain degree to a certain degree obviously yeah there's something ideal here for a live performance at eurovision despite the fact that of course none of them are actually playing their instruments it's a lot of it's a lot of you know Bowls mimicking their guitar playing and drum playing, but they're really going for it. I've been thinking about that a lot. And isn't like pretending to play the drums, but doing it very well, the same as just playing the drums? Because if you're pretending to play the drums, but you're still like hitting it at the times where you need to hit it for the song, then you're just playing the drums, right? I I think out of all the the performers, I mean, the drummer probably will will be most likely to actually kind of be playing. Yeah, right? Unless, you know, he's probably got muffled... I don't think there should be drummers allowed on stage. Muffled drumsticks. Um, It's weird. When there aren't any other... Uh, instruments on stage often there will be a drum set there's a lot of performances throughout the years that have had just a drum set i don't think that should be allowed because i think they're really playing and that's cheating yeah but you're hearing the drums as they are on the track i mean it's not cheating it's literally about the fact that they have 30 (laughs) seconds to set things up which is no time and they can't sound check your guitars that's what it's about Mm, no that makes sense yeah also, this band, Lil Nasty, but I would fuck three quarters of the band. Oh, and there's, give, me, give me the band. And there's Pull five them of them, so that's confusing. Pull them up on screen. I'll definitely fuck the main dude. I might, I, I, I'll take back my comment about the sequins, but if he had, like, a good manicure with, like, black nail polish, but it did get a little chipped. Oh, that's good, though. That would actually be really good. I would like that. I I would fuck him. So- oh no! I would fuck no one in this picture. It's a picture. Okay. Why do they look like hobbits in this picture? They look so short. I know they're probably not that short in real life, but in this picture, they look like they've been 
Okay, let's not focus on the picture. I'm just showing you the band. It's, okay. It's, it's not for the purpose of... I don't want to go too hard on this. I'll fuck that guy if he did, like, the manicure, but it got slightly chipped. Mm -hmm. And if he wore, like, light pink lip gloss. Okay, interesting. I do, I do think that's good, because that's just, like, a genuine f fashion choice that they should go for. Yeah. Yeah. I want to say the bass player is really good when he's... Playing Peter Baelish, um, the drummer, yes, absolutely, and you know the other guys are. I like Tendo Choi over attractive. here. Okay, so what we're saying is, you know, they're a decent. It's a fuckable band. It's a fuckable band. It's a fuckable band. I mean, I yeah, I did did realize that seeing them live in Amsterdam, that pretty good show here, guys, because um, the the lead singer did get into the crowd in Amsterdam. Very good. Which was awesome. He just sang the last chorus of the song in the middle of the crowd. Great. Didn't see him, because I was like, where the fuck is this oh, guy? Oh, no, that is kind of annoying. <laughs> but, no, like, was, really no, cool if it, you're, like, no, next to him. It was fantastic. It was absolutely great. One thing that's really bothering me about this picture, and I wonder if you can tell what it is. No. His shoelaces are untied. Oh, okay. Uh, what are those lyrics? Because ah. this is a song about a, a, a father what died. Okay, so just so if I, I I've told you that you mm -hmm. know that any interpretation that you can can give it. He's very sad about it and needs to scream. Okay, so the song is written from two perspectives. It is written from the perspective of a the dying, ghost of the dad of a dying father, oh. and of you know the son whose father has died. I thought this was gonna be like Hamlet the song, you can, Hamlet the musical. If you prefer, you can have that interpretation in your head. This one is like the ghost of the dad screaming, avenge me! And then it's Hamlet screaming, yes father I will! Okay, so here's uh, the verse as sung from the voice of the father. Let's lay our cards on the table, my vessels headed outbound and it will leave you behind. Whoa. My blood will keep running in your veins. If you won't trade it away, there'll be mark on your heart that lifts you to the sky from the ground. Holy crap. That's poetic as fuck. Yeah, this is also, I think, my favorite set of lyrics of the year, and it's in Hungarian, um, because it's, I mean, again, it's not explicitly, like, about... My father died and I'm sad, which is fine, but like it's it's interesting once you know that, and then when you're reading it, you're like, holy shit, this is so poetic. The chorus sung from the son's perspective. We switch to, you know, this the perspective of an angry son who is is having a much harder time to, to let his father go gently into that good night. He's raging against the machine. Yes. Wait, no. This is not a literal translation, but it is the off official translation on the Eurovision.tv website. Sure, 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 sure. So it's, summer's gone, you're all too late. That you would be mine was just a lie, you never came. Yeah, I, I have to see that lyric. I have to like read it with my eyes, because hearing I can't process that by hearing it. You never took me to the cabin at the lake. Dreams all gone. Thanks for fading away. Holy fuck. It's about time that you repay all you chose to take. He's just waiting on that inheritance. I, that, that's not how I'd read it. I mean, I'm not... Well, that's how I'm reading it. <laughs> you, you, are, you are free to do so. Um, but I like there's just the, the sheer anger at the world for like, you know, you've taken something from me 
that I wanted to cherish and hold closer to me and now it's gone and you've taken away all the dreams and all the time that I've wanted to spend with someone. Um, and here's the best part. You can read it as just general anger at the world. It doesn't need to be about uh, a father. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, the again, the perspective of the father is, is, an, is an old man. I'm washed out and weary. You're still holding on, but please let go of me. Let me go. Oh, I need to sleep. You can tear off your fair share of me. If you won't trade it away, there'll be a mark on your heart that lifts you to the sky from the ground. Wow. Isn't that gorgeous? That's so beautiful. Isn't that beautiful? I'm just like, is Hungarian the most poetic, beautiful language in the world? Did I sleep on Hungarian? Did we all sleep on Hungarian? It's a beautiful country. I've been there now two times. So I would not mind going to Budapest, is all I'm saying. Yeah, me neither. I gotta go back to those bathhouses. You can go watch Eurovision. I will be in the bathhouses and not leaving. Well, in a week we'll know where we're going. We've been hearing lots of new cities over these uh, these past weeks of rehearsals. Uh, it seems like no one's really sure who's going to take it home. So Hello. it promises to be very exciting next week. This is going to do it for us for this episode. You can follow us on Twitter at Eurodivision. If you're listening on iTunes, make sure to leave a review and rate the podcast so other people can find the show. You can find us on SoundCloud or on Stitcher or any of your preferred podcasts. Join us next time when we'll be talking about another song and getting closer to having talked about all 43 of them. Uh-huh. Vislat Europe. We salute Europe.